Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Jay, I would wish us a happy Memorial Day weekend, but we are working. <laughs> Every holiday. It's not much of a holiday weekend for us <laughs> it these isn't. days, but we're not bitter about it at all. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Reality Bites. It's Megan and Jay. Uh, I know how you spent your holiday weekend because we both worked on Saturday. We did. That was fun with the animals. It was a lot of fun until the kitten peed all over my stuff. In the kitten C-box, P-box. That's uh, what I tell you all the time. Yeah, I know, man. So we were doing this <laughs> animal charity event, and it was at the very end. We made it through the whole thing without any mishaps, and like, I had brought all my equipment with me, mm-hmm. and I have a box for my microphone and my computer mouse and my headphones and all my cables. Luckily, the box was empty, but I look up, and oh, there's a kitten... <laughs> peeing in my box <laughs> they're just doing what they're told to do uh, yeah i mean i guess it's instinct it's not the kitten's fault but uh that was a near disaster <laughs> oh, that miss been a lot uh, worse yeah that would have been a lot of money's worth of equipment that would have gotten ruined by a six-week-old kitten <laughs> terrorist kitten <laughs> did you do anything else yesterday i mean we really only had yesterday oh my gosh so we attempted to make my daughter a cardboard fort we have a lot of boxes random boxes around the house i'm like hey we're gonna open them up we're gonna spray paint them a bunch of different colors and we're gonna assemble this amazing fort in our living room for our daughter i'm guessing it didn't go well oh my gosh my wife left somewhere between like trying to hold up the box and the not quite finished paint getting all over the couch oh no and she was just like i'm out yeah i'm like no no i can save it and i used about six rolls of duct tape to try to keep it all together still a little questionable but i got something together my daughter's sick she doesn't care she doesn't care she's like this is amazing yeah my wife is like we're never doing that again the lengths that parents are going to <laughs> to like entertain their children is is a something to marvel at i would be like go to your room and i don't know <laughs> right, go, play Xbox go figure something, something out, Get out of my face. <laughs> how about you what about you i did absolutely nothing okay. I, had, I did nothing it was yesterday was like a total blur of a day i felt guilty we had some like pretty strong storms come through and i have an older dog who hates thunder and lightning oh, so it was uh yeah it was a very traumatic day in our house <laughs> um but last Last night, 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days, if I'm not mistaken, one episode to go. One more episode before the virtual tell-all. Yes. So we are here at the home stretch, and this is where I think we're starting to see how wrong we've been all along this season. Because if you had asked me early on if, like, Steph and Erica would have ended up this way, I would have said, nope, no way. Same thing, okay, in the history of this show... We have never seen one of the foreigners show up in the state. Surprise, I'm here, bitch. And then start quoting Ludacris right out the gate. Move, bitch. Get out the way. I'm like, Varia, what is happening? Varia's a real one. She was scrappy last night, man, and I'm here for it. Absolutely. I'm all for it. I was like, get her, Varia. Um, so, but I guess maybe we shouldn't start with Jeffrey and Varia. They were, you know, one of the more interesting couples. I like Absolutely. to save those towards the end. So nothing from Yolanda and the Williams last night, which leaves me wondering, are they going to pull a rabbit out of the hat 
in the last episode next week and we're just going to be like, what? I mean, it could happen. So let's start with Steph and Erica because that's just a situation that completely fell apart uh, right there at the end. And, and the one thing that I'll say as somebody who has been through one of these international relationships is like towards the end of a trip, there is something that kind of kicks in where you almost feel like you purposely are looking to pick a fight. And I can't explain. I can't explain it. I think it's a natural defense mechanism of like if things haven't gone well, it's like you've been picking at the scab. Now you just got to rip the scab off. off. And so I felt like maybe that's what had happened with them a little bit um, is that this whole time that they're going through the trip, things haven't been great, have been up and down, but towards the end, all right, let's just rip the scab off. Seems like a little bit of resentment actually in there. Like, okay, things haven't been going well. I don't feel like I'm being heard. And so now I'm just going to, you know, be just end it. Yeah. Yeah. So we see Stephanie packing up um, she's getting ready to head to the airport. She's in Adelaide. That's where she's flying out of. I did think it was really interesting that she says she was really hoping that Erica would show up. Yeah, she kept you know, moving at over the her airport. shoulder. And I didn't think, yeah, I didn't think that that was really a realistic right. expectation. Yeah, like the way Erica got up, stormed off, did this, did she leave any <laughs> like doubt in your mind that she was not 100% done? No, I don't. Yeah. Wishful thinking, maybe. She uh, she obviously regrets the way things kind of turned out. But. Yes. I will say Stephanie has taken a beating online this year. Like, people not Team Stephanie. I know you haven't been Team Stephanie um, all along. All the way Erica. And I am, too. I mean, I'm definitely more on Erica's side than Stephanie's. But something does tell me that maybe Stephanie has been edited specifically to look a certain way. Yeah, they do have, you know, certain storylines they want to push. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I think she's and Stephanie's been kind of vocal on social media saying there's a lot that you didn't get to see mm. and i think sometimes as watchers we forget that like we're not getting the whole picture we're only getting what they want us to see absolutely absolutely um so anyways i think this couple is proof though that what you get online is way different than what you get in real life you know and that's something you got to keep in mind because a lot of people are doing the online dating these days and whether it's an international thing or not you have to remember people can pretend to be anything they want online and when you meet in person that is the beginning of the relationship not the months that you've spent leading up to the in-person meeting at least that's how i feel it's much like the show we watch i mean they edit the show to fit a certain storyline when you're online presenting your persona you're editing your persona to kind of fit a certain storyline that you want everybody else to see it might not actually be how you really truly are on a day-to-day 24-hour basis so yeah i did see a statistic that said that like not this past sunday but maybe it was like march 29th it was a sunday and there were more than 3 billion swipes on Tinder, the most traffic that they had ever seen in oh one day. Gosh. Because with everybody staying home, everybody's bored, everyone's like looking, looking for, for looking for something to keep you occupied. And so this extends outside of an international romance. Just keep in mind, if you happen to be in that position and you are talking to someone that you've met on a dating app or you've linked up with through Facebook, just... Don't invest too much up front. Wait until you get to spend time together in person. That would be my advice. Maybe pull Alana. You know what I'm saying? Made him wait about seven years. Well, but she does make a good point. Like, she did. like we are we're still getting to know each other in person, and this is a whole different layer to all of this. But the one thing I'll say about Stephanie is that her airport outfit choice. <laughs> For an international flight was the most impractical thing I've ever seen. Like, nobody (laughs) takes an international flight dress like that. She does. 
Well, I but did you notice when she landed, she was wearing something else? Yeah, she has an image to uphold. Though. That's a, you know you're exactly <laughs> she right. She's a YouTube old. star, so you can't you can't wear sweats like a normal person would. <laughs> um, so Stephanie's mom picks her up at the airport with some random friend, brings the dogs into the airport. That was another thing that I was like, it was bring your pet to the airport night because Big Ed, Big Ed did the same thing. Yeah, yeah, but that to me that's like not a normal thing. Like, why are all of a sudden people bringing their pets to the airport? Okay, so I thought it was just me, and I was like. Well, you know, maybe Megan's going to have a different perspective, but I was like, is that weird that all of a sudden everybody's bringing their pets? And yeah, okay, it is weird. Then. Yeah, like, okay, unless you have a service animal, <laughs> then what are you doing? <laughs> so anyway, Stephanie is now going to have to contemplate how to tell her mom about the trip and what happened and why she was there all along. And, you know, she better go ahead and get it out of the way, because once the show starts airing, your mom's, mom's going to find, find out. out. So. From episode one, by the way. Right. So, <laughs> so moving on. Uh, to Ash and Avery, another couple where if you had asked me from the beginning if they were going to maybe wind up together at the end, I would have been like, no way. No she's going to see through no all way. the BS and there is absolutely no way by the end of the trip she's going to have any interest in continuing things with him. But it seems like she does have interest because she is like almost as sad as he is that she's leaving even though she knows that he's been very untruthful mm-hmm. he's been stretching the truth a lot and he's a f- <laughs> quack of a relationship coach it's her last day in melbourne she says that the two weeks that she's been there feel like being in a relationship boot camp and all of us were probably like well hopefully ash wasn't one of the instructors because we all know that he has no idea what he's doing when it comes to coaching people in relationships and it seems like things are actually going what's what what no we're just show you Oh, yeah, yeah. Show me, show me. Oh, you want to see now? Yeah. I'm distracted. You, What is this? Oh. <laughs> oh, Jay just found something that Ash posted on Instagram. Let's see. What does this say? He goes by at the mind body coach, by the way. I'm surprised that he's back on Instagram because for a while he had like deactivated his account. Well, he re- came to a realization and he's like, I got to let everybody know about this. Yeah. It says accountability is a word that is often overlooked and I am guilty as charged. Oh, good realization. Okay. Okay. My challenge was that I would usually rob the person of the chance to be accountable for their actions. I knew you were going to love it when you saw it. The way I used to do this was to quickly excuse their behavior so that they don't feel bad about what they have done. Funnily enough, it was an automatic response whereby I'll go straight to the space of excusing the person without letting them acknowledge the impact for their hurtful or destructive behavior. What the f*** are you talking about, Ash? Shut the f*** up i'm over this guy oh my god when i saw that too i was like oh ash has finally you know did some self-realization and he actually you no nope, it's not ash's fault he's nope. like no no nope. no pro- it's i haven't been letting the other person take accountability for their wrongdoing it's the classic i care too much that's right you know oh right. what's your worst what's your worst attribute as an employee oh i'm just such i work too much i, I just, just yeah i just yeah i, I work all the time i just can't let it go i just have to be there all the time and work <laughs> um so avery though I will say she's still pretty level-headed. She seems to be realistic about the challenges that they're going to face moving forward. Obviously, Taj is only nine years old, and she found out on this trip that, like, oh, Ash and Taj are not just going to up and move to the U.S. That's not how this is going to happen. So I'm guessing that we're going to find out in the virtual tell-all that they are still on friendly terms, but they are no longer involved. Right. That's I think that's what happens a lot of times with these international things. They just kind of fizzle out. Unless you make the commitment you get engaged 
you do the K-1 visa or you get married, then, you know, you can't keep these things going long term. It's just it's exhausting. And I actually find it interesting that they feel like, well, when Taj gets to be about 14 or so, that'd be a good time for him to maybe make a long term commitment to like move to the U.S. Yeah, that's five years away. A, it's five years away. But also that's kind of like those teenage years when you probably really need, you know, your parents to be close by. Like you've got things like drugs and sex and all of that stuff that teenagers start encountering around that age. And then your parents aren't around. Then all of a sudden it becomes a bigger issue. So I feel like if they aren't going to go ahead and try to make this work now, just go ahead and let this lie until that kid is like 20. Yeah, in college. Right, in college. Out of high school, (laughs) for sure. (laughs) All right. Up next, let's talk about Big Ed and Rosemary. Not not a whole lot, you know, now that she has kicked him to the curb and he has gotten on the plane and cried his way back to America. He's another one who lacks the kind of self-awareness or realization that, oh, it's not that I'm so unlucky and I've just missed out on love. No, I'm an asshole and I messed it. I messed everything up. I was going to say that. He's our friend. But... Uh, I'm sorry. I, you know, he was my friend. Big Ed, by the way, does still follow me on Twitter, but we were like exchanging messages back and forth not in any sort of inappropriate way just about the show and stuff and he hit me finally with the whole like all further inquiries need to go through my PR person and I'm like okay well you know what bye Like, get out of here with that. Come, You're on a reality show. Get over yourself. Oh, my gosh. George Clooney, you wish. <laughs> I'll talk to your PR person. How about never? Okay. <laughs> okay, we're done with Big Ed then, apparently. Uh, but his mom is at the airport, uh, picks him up with Teddy, his dog. And did you no- notice how Big Ed, like, flat out lied to his mother, saying that one of the reasons that they broke up on the trip is because Rosemary wanted two more kids and he made it sound to his mom oh, like, like he, he just had no out. idea when I'm pretty sure from day one she told you she wanted a kid with you. Well, that and it also shocked me that he was like, I wasn't even ready to be, I wasn't even comfortable with being a father to Prince. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, Well, jerk. and as evidenced by the fact that the entire time he was there, yeah, he, he didn't to... involve Prince in anything. <laughs> but, I mean, to hear him say it, it was kind of like, wow, okay, you just a jerk all the way through. Right, huh? you just wanted to bang a 23-year-old <laughs> and hope that you could get away with terrible behavior. <laughs> Your American privilege is showing. You might want to put that away. Mission accomplished um darcy was back last night oh my gosh in a scene that we can just all agree was unnecessary it like just, the it, whole and and don't get me wrong right I know horrible tragedy to lose a brother and, at a young age absolutely very sad no one's discounting that but my favorite is like we start the scene with darcy and stacy in a nissan talking about whether or not darcy's gonna get a jaguar or a maserati and i'm like what world are they living in? I'm pretty sure it was an Altima. It wasn't even like a Maxima. But anyway, <laughs> that's not the point. It was a Versa. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, and then, you know, this whole idea that, well, if my brother was here, who would be about 46, 47. He's a real man. Then we wouldn't be treated so poorly by these gentlemen. And I'm like, eh, unless, you know, there's actual physical abuse. Yes, your brother might step in. But the fact that, you know, one of your boyfriends doesn't, you know, call you enough or something like that. That's nothing that your brother's probably going to step in on and be like, hey, man, how come you're not calling my sister more? Right. Or, like, or oh, you, you said my sister drinks too much. Right. Like, which she does. <laughs> it just, yeah, it's just, they just don't live in a reality state right very now. Very strange. Very odd. And then they're like at the gravesite and they're crying and it was very, it was a lot. And it just felt like, oh, 
we got to fit them in somehow. So right. let's let's. It it felt very much like we're such victims. Look at how like how much pain we've had to right. go through and how horrible these people are to us. And the the person who would protect us from all of this isn't here with us anymore. And I was just like, next. <laughs> uh, and we and they're not apparently Darcy will be on next week's episode because she was in the preview telling Stacy that she got a message from Tom, Tom on social media so he's not gone yet either it's just I wish they would both go <laughs> up next do you want to do Lisa and Usman David yeah. and Lana or Jeffrey and Varya let's do uh, Lisa and Usman baby girl Lisa now she again talk about a roller coaster of emotions with this one I was like if I went back to the beginning of the season and tried to count how many times she said I'm, I'm done yeah. I'm not doing this i'm, I'm out like it's every episode there's multiple this of them definitely a drinking game so we pick up and she's pissed she's pissed that he hasn't proposed to her yet and it's like two days before their wedding mm-hmm. and they're in a hotel room and she's just caught him being inappropriate with another girl on social media exchanging messages that include things like i love you and kissy face emojis <laughs> and mind you this is someone that apparently lisa has has been on lisa's radar for months now oh, yeah. she's been tracking this lady for a minute she says she's she's done everything to blend into his culture now she wants him to get down on one knee and propose in america the way people normally get engaged and at first i was like okay yes she got the goat yes she went to the mosque and and everything but like she's also complained about all of these things the Every whole time step of the way she's complained about it and you know his argument is look uh i would propose to you properly but we've been having arguments and fights and you know disagreements the entire time and it just doesn't feel like good energy to do that he said he was going to propose to her the night that she found you know his text messages or you know his uh screenshots of his interactions with this lady indiscretions indiscretions but obviously she got mad she walked away and my thing is okay even if let's say you have one good day out of the two weeks you still had two weeks of really bad days man so i mean if that's what you're waiting on to propose to her you should probably reconsider the whole situation. Yep. She storms out of the hotel room. He goes after her. That's that's their classic. Right. She storms off and he goes after her. That's and, their two-step. Move. And that's the one thing I will say for Usman is like, I know he really wants to come to the U.S. He like, does. I get he it. But at the same time, you enable that behavior every time you chase after her. And I'm a firm on like, you want to act like a child? All right, cool. We'll hang out in that hotel hallway until you're ready to be a grown-up. So eventually they make up in the hotel hallway they're back in the room next thing you know lisa's in the bathroom and she can't find something her brush she comes out very upset about it too she comes out of the bathroom and usman down on one knee and she's like emotional about how this is exactly what she wanted and it's the irony is like oh you mean because he did exactly what you told him to do like (laughs) because you ordered him to get down on one knee and propose right so then they make out and it was weird and he uh, at some point at certain point usman get up off the floor like you don't have to stay down on the floor and I, it, it was kind of cute he was like i've seen this in movies before right so this is what you do yeah i guess i hope i did it right but yeah she finally got the proposal the one that she has been begging for and uh, it is all she ever wanted yep and then the family comes to visit <laughs> man so it's the day before the wedding and now we meet farouk and farouk's adorable little daughter how cute was she team i think it was and he instantly is worried about lisa's age which as he should be absolutely and they go uh into the hotel room and they pray and then it is time to wash their feet in the toilet which i gotta be honest 
I get it. It's a, it's religious. It's cultural. But like, mm, that yeah, I don't is know why toilet they, water. I don't know why they couldn't do it in the, you know, the like, sink or in, the shower. Well, I, I understand why you probably can't. Hit, you know, she's an old lady trying to get her leg up on the sink might have been disastrous. But the shower definitely, yeah. is at ground level. Anything besides the toilet. <laughs> so, Anything but the toilet. Not. So, and I yeah. have a weird thing like like if I drop something in the toilet, oh, it's done. It depends. Well, it depends. You know, like one time I had to go in after a cell phone. Uh. One, but outside of a phone, bye, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> flush, see ya. <laughs> and it's been like like tweezers or something, right, right. you know, in the bathroom that I'm just like, well, they're all just go buy another pair of tweezers. They, they then. might as well be a dead goldfish because they're getting flushed. So long story short, they go have like a little lunch or dinner together. The family's uh, Mohammed, his eldest brother. The Farouk. one that she's already met. Right. And then, of course, uh, the other brother, Farouk. And then uh, baby girl Lisa. And Usman. And Usman. And Things don't go well. They don't go well. Surprise, surprise. And it, it winds up basically with the brothers telling Lisa that basically she just needs to expect less of Usman. And, you Give know, him his space. Yeah. And in Nigeria, like the men are the head of the household and she is she's trying to control him. It did feel really weird that she got so upset about that. Because, I mean, I know where it probably would lead to with them saying, well, he needs his space, so he needs to be able to kind of do what he wants, quote unquote. But they didn't really say that. They just said, hey, you know what? You can't expect to have him around all the time. And she immediately went into like, uh-uh. And, and I agree with him. It's like, it's so embarrassing to act like that in front of someone's family. Yeah, she really did. She, she was out of pocket. She doesn't have no Fs. She does not <laughs> care. And so sure enough, she gets up and she storms off, which is just like her signature move. And he's kind of left saying, I don't know if there's going to be a wedding. I don't know if I want to go through with this, but as as I think we all know, they do go through with he it. He wants to get to America. He has to want to get to America so bad because there's just no logical reason at this point where you would continue on with this relationship. Right? At all. So we will see if on next week's episode, the wedding takes place. I'm guessing that's how the show is going to kind of end with them getting married. Mm. Big mistake, though. Absolutely. Yeah. And apparently, Soulja Boy is launching a clothing line. Is he? And baby girl Lisa has been modeling oh my some articles <laughs> so- of clothing from the clothing line and helping to promote that it's dropping soon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are we going to end with David and Lana or Jeffrey and Varia? Oh, man. That's a good choice. Let's, let's end with David and Lana. David and Lana is okay. the one anyway. So, yeah. Jeffrey and Varia. Varia has just blown all of our minds. Because in the history of the show, this has never happened where someone has just shown up in the United States, no mention of a tourist visa at all Uh that has been approved. She has bought herself a ticket to Knoxville, Tennessee. She she shows up at his house, knocks on the front door, and I genuinely cannot figure out if he was as surprised as he made it appear because they have to be like mic'd up and everything. They do. But Mary was over at the house, so they might have told him, hey, we're going to do some, you know, stuff with you and Mary and just how the relationship is going. And, you know, a Saturday, maybe they were going to go do something. And so they had already gotten them prepared for that. I think she spent the night at his house and it was the next morning because it's morning time when Varia shows up. I think they said it is pretty early. So he seemed very like shocked. 
caught shot. off guard. But once he kind of realized, he seemed kind of very like proud of himself that two ladies were fighting over. Him. Oh, he even says, "I have two women vying for my attention," and I'm like, "Oh, he loves this <laughs> he loves clearly." That. So Mary's pissed, and rightfully so. She she has no idea. She's kind of the innocent person in all of this. Who give Mary a little credit too, because you know, even though Var is like cursing at her, she says, "You know, uh, he belongs here. You belong over there," and all this other stuff. She is very kind of like, "Hey, there's no need for us to get yell at each other or be disrespectful and all that kind of yeah, stuff." Yeah, Mary, I will say, was keeping it together pretty well given the circumstance. But eventually, she's like, "Well, I'll just get my stuff and leave." And, and he made zero attempts. Didn't say anything. Didn't say no, 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 no. You you don't leave. Just go back in the house. Right. Give me a few minutes. Blah 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 blah. He lets her get in the car and go, or at least go to the car. And like, look, I had no idea this was going to happen. Let me talk to her for a little bit. Can yep. I call you a little bit later? Yep. It's crazy. No, nope. I, I apologize. You don't deserve this. I'll fix this. Like nothing. You he could just, just see that little grin on his face. Like hmm, this is this is yeah. fun. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't. I don't hmm. know. Because hmm. he knows that Mary will come back. I mean, that's the thing. He can let her go because he's there's, he's not going to lose her. She's True. made it very clear that she is Team Jeffrey, and she is ready for to get. <laughs> right. You know. Yeah. So Mary leaves and they go into the house and the camera definitely made sure to zero in on the fact that they were holding hands on the couch. And, you know, Varya is kind of like, how could you move on? And you didn't tell me that you've met somebody else. And Jeffrey's kind of like, and I kind of got his point. Well, yeah, I haven't responded to any of your messages. So shouldn't that tell you that I'm not interested anymore? It absolutely should. But also, you know, Jeffrey could be a little more mature and respond to her and be like, hey, look, I'm, you know, it's great. It's not going to work. Bar- I'm, I'm seeing somebody else. I'm starting to see someone else. I'm starting to move on with my life. Hope you, know? you hope you do the same. Because All the best to, to you. Because to her point, if you're just not saying anything and you were in this supposed serious relationship. About where, to get engaged. Where you're about to get engaged. Yes, if the person is mad at you and they're not talking to you for a couple weeks, you're probably very upset and heartbroken yourself and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I need to repair our relationship because we're so close to the ultimate goal and now we seem to be somewhere not there so let me go ahead and try to fix it yeah and yeah so of course she's under the impression that okay well this is still salvageable because he just proposed to me two weeks ago yeah and how and if if your feelings were real then how could you just come back and start another relationship with somebody else so mind you she's only booked one night in a hotel and she has two weeks of her trip Right. So the interesting thing is going to be as we move forward, you know, what is going to happen? Is she going to stay in Tennessee for the full two weeks? Is Jeffrey going to choose Varia or Mary? We kind of ended the episode last night with Jeffrey taking Varia, not Mary, who all of his friends were expecting to this bar night and all the friends seemed legitimately surprised that he shows up with Varya. Well, I was surprised too. Like, why wouldn't you cancel the bar night and be like, hey guys. Hey guys, something came up. Something came up. <laughs> I'm going to have to cancel. So you're going to take this lady to meet all your friends who are expecting to meet your other lady? Like, come on. I have a feeling they all already know the other lady. This strikes me as like a group of friends that have all known each other for years. Oh yeah, they're some of Mary's best friends, they say. Right. So, so they are expecting Jeffrey to show up with their friend, Mary, and instead Jeffrey rolls up with the Russian chick that he just spent two weeks with in Russia and then came back and immediately started dating their friend. And of course, they're like, uh, 
and, at, and at the bar, he tried to kind of throw Varya under the bus it's, it's by saying, oh, well, you know, yeah, I went to Russia and we had a great time, a great, wonderful vacation, I proposed. And then she just said no. Well, it's not exactly how it happened. It's not what happened. You definitely left out In his out mind, I think he believes that that's legitimately what happened. But, it, but when you step back, and like I said, he's so laser focused on just that not ready right now, not not yet mm-hmm. moment that like when you when you step back and you look at the big picture and he's got to at some point go man i guess i kind of get it like i didn't tell her about my arrest record and i didn't tell her that i had right. gone to prison and i kind of sprung that on her and, and i yelled at her friends yelled at her friends <laughs> in the middle of a restaurant and stormed out and like you know maybe maybe she that's why she right. wasn't quite ready after two weeks to accept my proposal and again mind you they really only talked over the internet for a few months prior to him going over exactly. there. Exactly. So in the grand scheme of things... All she asked for was more time. Like, hey, let's just spend a little more time And that's what I can't get. And his whole stance on like, no, I want someone who's all in and who knows that I'm the one they want. And it's like, are you delusional? Like, Right, because right now it doesn't seem like you know what you want because now you want something totally different than you did two weeks ago. Exactly. So it is going to be interesting to see, is she is she going to stay for the duration of her trip? Is, is he going to pick Varya? Is he going to just go stick with Mary, the, the sure the sure thing? And right before they went to, uh you know, went to the previews for next week's episode, Mary shows up and everybody gives her a round of hugs and it's like, oh, Mary's here, everybody. Yeah. super but, uncomfortable. But it ends with Varya saying if she wants a war, she'll get a war. Oh, yeah. Man, Varya is scrappy and you have to admit, this plot twist, this is a good one. This like, is the show, a fun one. I was like, alright, TLC, you done good on this one. Varya says he doesn't want you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, we know there's going to be a virtual tell-all. Apparently, Jeffrey has been banned from it, isn't allowed to film. Oh, because of his other legal because issues. Because of the legal issue that he's currently under. And I want to know if it's Mary, the girl that he was arrested for for yeah, kidnapping and had, beating up. We had talked about that, I think, maybe off-air, about, you know, who was the girl now that we know Mary. Because they don't, they and none of the articles does it say the name of the person. Uh, I'll go back and look again, but I'm pretty more sure. going to be Mary, because I like Mary. She's nice. She is a nice lady. I just, I feel a little sad for her. I just, I wish she weren't making herself so readily available. <laughs> like, like I said, the pick-me Mary. I don't like that yeah. trait in girls. That, okay, I can see why that would annoy you, irritate you pretty and she's she seems very level-headed she seems very forgiving of his past except for the fact that she likes jeffrey everything about her seems on the up and up right right (laughs) right Uh, that's questionable (laughs) if if she's interested in him relationship wise but again i'm guessing it's just that like they've known each other for a really long time and now that he is ready to settle down and get married and find a wife you know she's like uh i'm right here over here (laughs) all right here we go david and lana Uh, finally so david is i'm gonna say i think gives me the icks more than anybody else who's ever been on this show I find him the ickiest. Yeah, because who was the, uh, I believe I can't remember his name, the Brazilian, the millionaire and the Brazilian who got uh, married last episode. Michael and Juliana. Michael and Juliana. Like, Michael was pretty icky with, like, the, hey, let's make a porno and a limo and all this other kind of weird stuff he would always say. But, yeah. Every, I think it's going to David. I think it's going to David. David touches her, like, hugs her, he does this. Mm, the moaning oh, and the, yeah. and the like, 
making the comment about how she she needs to show him the physical affection he needs before he <laughs> will propose to her and just that like you are old enough to be her father you know what else bothers me too is that you know prior to the private investigator david seemed like you know he was pretty cool calm and collected nothing really rattles him but he got really upset when the private investigator yeah. started selling stuff and he that, like he got like visibly angry like a pent-up rage and i feel like as she shows him not enough affection that he deserves or needs that that rage is starting to build in and him. it's and it's it's the whole package with david it's the way he dresses it's the way he does his hair it's the mm's. <laughs> it's the he rides a unicycle and it's the <laughs> like everything the Oh, the whole package he used to be a professional bowler. Like the, the unicycle ooh. community is going to be very upset at us right now. It is. I don't care. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> it's not a normal hobby to have. I said it. That's the thing too. They went bowling, and you know he he makes this whole uh, bet. Like, hey, if I get a strike, you got to give me a kiss. She did. She. I have never seen someone looked more relieved that he did not bowl a strike in those first couple of balls that he threw. But then he's like, oh, I used to be a professional bowler, and it felt like, oh. So you're trying to like do, you're trying to set her up, right? Because like, you man. know you can do it. And then how about the whole? Well, maybe I can just get a kiss because I ha- came halfway around the world. And she's like, no, like no. She's oh god, and I can just feel her uncomfortableness with everything and he everything he's got the victoria's secret bag that he brings the chocolates in like why did you put it in a victoria's secret bag why not just a regular bag oh my god everything everything so anyways he has um convinced her to go on another date (laughs) right and he is taking all of the photos in an effort to prove that they have this relationship because he even mentions like we have to be able to show that we have this photographic evidence to get your k-1 visa like he is gung-ho check this box okay you're real check photos we got photos check Check. am i gonna get a kiss check Check. like it's just he's pretty icky uh so anyways um i do like how after they go bowling and they go to this restaurant um he asks her why she gave him a fake address and she's like it is mad and like the answer made no sense (laughs) at all and he was just like all right well i guess that's the answer (laughs) cool cool can i get another kiss uh she does go on to say that she doesn't think it's a good idea to give an address to a stranger but like also there is something very suspicious about all of that yeah so in normal circumstances like had they just met online and they'd been dating for like maybe a year and he was coming to visit her and she had given him a fake address previously just so he didn't end up showing up at her door because you don't know him okay but seven years four trips hundred thousand dollars and she doesn't want to talk about how much he's actually sent to her because the producers say hey how much money has he uh, sent to you over the years and she's like uh can we just uh next question skip that question i also suspect that she is older than 28 yeah she does seem like she don't get me wrong she's a very attractive girl but like she definitely to me looks like she's closer to her mid to late 30s absolutely i mean there's nothing wrong with that and she's still old enough to be his child or and she's in great shape and like yeah she's an attractive lady but but i definitely don't think she's only 28 but um you know it's weird we've had some interesting characters this season we've got big ed the tone deaf american we've got jeffrey the ultimatum guy david is the conditions guy Dave, you need to make sure you give him everything he wants 
in mm. order for what he perceives as giving you what you want. But the irony is, I don't even think she wants it. Like, she just seems so disinterested she in does. everything. She does. And I don't know what David makes his money in or, you know, how much money he actually has, but it doesn't seem to impress her all that much. And also, he hasn't really given her much aside from some chocolates and a bowling date. Like, not really wowing her mm. and her sensibilities. Yeah, yet. I don't know. We'll see. And so, do we know how long he's back in the Ukraine for on this trip? No, I've. I don't know. I honestly can't remember. We know he arrived on a Friday, Friday and they didn't meet until Monday, Monday. But we don't know how long he has booked this trip. And she for. Did say she was going to try to, you know, make a decision on her feelings toward him. But is she just being a good sport for the TV show? Or do you think she's legitimately considering marrying this guy? That's hard to say. I mean, I think that she definitely is trying to see if this is something that will get her to America and if he is something she's basically willing to kind of like settle for. Yeah. But I don't know if ultimately she's going to want to do that because she's dated other guys she said and traveled to other places so i think she'd have to weigh the and i also think the idea the fantasy of it is way different than the reality because then all of a sudden okay coming to the u.s probably when you live somewhere like ukraine seems like would be great but you're leaving your sister you're leaving your nephews you're leaving your friends and and that is that's a lot to take into consideration to move halfway around the world for some old dude that you don't even want to have sex with. Well, I think there's a definite difference between, you know, Usman's life in Nigeria yep. where he is like, okay. Get me out of here. I, I need to get to the U.S. Right. Even if I have to go through Lisa to do it. <laughs> Baby <laughs> and, girl, visa, Lisa. And Lana, visa, who, you know, Lisa. Kiev, she, I mean, she's living in the capital of Ukraine as we've seen in prior episodes and in this episode. It's, yeah, it's, it's a gorgeous city. It's a gorgeous city. It's pr- pr- very cosmopolitan, it looks like. And so I think for her, the realization is, okay, like you said, uh, don't want to give up all this just to get to America with this guy or maybe there's another American who might come along. Right, someone a little younger and less little, creepy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> keep the options open. Alright, so one more episode to go and then we will get the virtual tell-all. Hopefully we'll get a lot of these answers to the questions that we've been asking all season long. I am hoping, I'm going to hold out hope that Erica and Stephanie are back on friendly terms because I hate that they lost the friendship and they lost the relationship because they were friends before they took it to a relationship level and then they met in real life and it all fell apart. So I hope that they can get back to a friendly space, but I don't think they do because Erica's been posting some shady things on Instagram. Yes, yeah, I'm anti-friends with your ex, but... I don't feel like they really had that well, type of a deep they relationship. Have, but, but, and they live on opposite sides of the country. I just mean like being on friendly terms, not like they talk every day or right, whatever, right, right. but that some of the anger and, and resentment has to subsided. Yeah, I feel like their relationship especially, it kind of ended in a, in a fashion or it kind of came together in a fashion of, oh, more of a misunderstanding as opposed to like some terrible wrongdoing. You know what I'm saying? It was like, oh, okay, I thought you were a little more different. I thought you were a little more like this. Okay, we just don't mesh. I have a lot of trust issues. I realize. We can still yeah. remain cordial because right. it wasn't like, oh, you cheated on me. Oh, you were doing this. You were stealing. You were- there was no kidnapping involved, <laughs> right, Jeffrey. Exactly. All right. Uh, 90 Day Fiance will be back Sunday night on TLC. We will return one week from today with the last recap of the season. But then again, that's not really true because we will then recap the virtual tell-alls. Right, so. so as always, don't forget to find Reality Bites on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Please. Please rate and subscribe.